Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Man, you know I can, I'm feeling it today. Ladies, turn the volume up. Uh-huh. Oh, God. It's Balloon Party, driven by Mungan St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan, St. Gabriel's class of 90, St. Louis University High School class of 1994, University of Missouri Journalism School, TBD. That's Action Jackson. What are your credentials? We'll do Horton Watkins, class of 2016, nice. University of Missouri, class of 2020. Mm. Hello, everyone. Jackson, uh, well, they're... What? We, they're have, we just happy. started. Piddles, go home. Okay. That's, is that on the table? Uh, <laughs> uh, then the next one is, you're five minutes late. That's from the 314. Or you're five minutes early. Uh, and then from the 618... Can't wait for a full hour of Piddles breaking down the Damian Lillard trade and the effect it has on every other team in the NBA. Yawn! I, I didn't even get a chance to speak about it. I haven't opened my mouth about the trade. They, it Did had, you do a podcast last night? Did you no, go on StreamYard? No, they BK and Ferrario, they were live during BK and Ferrario's show when it happened, and they brought Rock on and not me. And Ooh, to me, wow, a little that, tension in the building. That now. was a clear shot. But you and Marsh went and watched women's soccer together and didn't invite Tanner, so maybe this is retribution. It was the men's World Cup. That's that's just nonsense. It was the men's World Cup, and uh, that had nothing to do with the situation. They brought Rocky, and listen, I love Matt Rocky. He's a but very, you feel like if you've got Woj in the building, you go to Woj. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like Rocky is a very intelligent person. He speaks eloquently. He loves the association, as do I. So I, I get it. But if you want to talk hoop rock, yeah, you talk to the godfather himself. Now, I noticed that 101 ESPN, when it was promoting, you know, the upcoming blues season, Mm -hmm. the voice of the blues television broadcasts, along with John Kelly, Jamie Rivers, is on the roster. Yeah. But yet 101 ESPN used you. Right. As right. the face of the Blues. Yeah, fan of the Week. 101 ESPN Fan yeah, of the Week. Well, when, you're, when you think hockey fandom, you think Piddles. Okay. And so it's more like a Pavlov's dog situation. Like you see Jackson, you're like, oh, I think Blues hockey. Okay. Okay. I get it. But now you're also saying you, they should call you in for association talk. Yeah. I mean, like once well, every you know, quarter, the NBA is discussed, and I there, the opportunity came, and I couldn't do it. That really, I mean... You should have just gone live from your phone on like Instagram Live. 
would have been great. God, if that would have popped up in my feed, I would have gone, what in the hell is this? Yeah, that doesn't sound like something I'd like to do. This audience is a bunch of mama's boys from daddy's money stemming from Ladue and Chesterfield and then Columbia and Waterloo on the hillside. That's from Brad. So shut it on the NBA talk, boy. I know it's coming. That's from Brad. I didn't follow any of that. What? What about Waterloo? I don't I don't get it. Ledoux and Chesterfield, he's saying, are a bunch of oh, gotcha. mama's boys from daddy's money sure. stemming from Ledoux and Chesterfield on on this side, the right. west side right, right. of uh, the Mississippi, the old man, the old, oh, yeah. old miss. Oh, yeah. And then Columbia and Waterloo on the yellow side. No, okay. I never knew that those were considered the moneyed communities on the yellow side. Really? I, I love going to Columbia. I'm not, I'm, not I'm just saying I didn't know that. Like, if you're talking about true, money though. in St. Louis, you know what municipality I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, we'll do. Huntley. That too. Frontneck. The Great Triangle. I would say Huntley's probably... Well, yeah, but that's like one neighborhood. Yeah, still. Oh, yeah, you're going to catch me saying anything different, but I don't think... I think like... But I didn't know that Columbia, Illinois, and Waterloo, I didn't know that that's apparently daddy's money, mama's boys. I didn't know it. I didn't know I don't think that's the case, though. I'm going to I'm gonna have to push back. Uh, Lisa, who you say is a gem, says Edwardsville. Yeah, Edwardsville is a lot of money, Fairview Heights, Belleville. A lot I'm, of money a, there. I'm a grape ape auto detailing lemming, as you know. Yeah. And he says, damn it, Piddles, just damn it. How many freaking Dame takes are we going to get today? God help us. I haven't us. said one thing about this. You're complaining that you weren't called in on BK and Ferrari. It's only by far the biggest story in sports right now. God forbid someone talk about it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Guess, guess you're ignoring Missouri Vanderbilt. I won't ignore it. Saturday at three, be locked in. Go. But right now, Tiger beat Commodore. Commodore. Go Tiger, beat Commodore. Go, Go fight, win. win. Tiger. Swansea, Illinois, is the money guys. It's in the six one eight. I yeah, Swansea's a wealthy area. Is it? Sure. My father was a teacher, principal there for a long time. Hey, coach. Who's coach? Uh, not me. It was hurtful as a loyal listener and Piddle's devotee that BK, and I'm quoting, brought in Rock to discuss the trade because, quote, Rock is our resident NBA guru at this station. I love Rock, but that's from UPS Tony. That's what they said? Oh, man. Wow, we've got 10 shades. To- Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 1980s. It's time for Hashtag Radio Wars. Unreal. Who are we mad at? It's unreal. It's, listen. I just hope their apology is as loud as their disrespect. Wow. <laughs> Who are you ripping off there? I, I couldn't even get that sentence out with a straight face. <laughs> Text in, as many of you already decided to begin doing, 314-399-9646. Oh, I'm not in the YouTube chat yet. I got to see what's going on. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube. I'm, watch, I'm, I'm wearing a shade of blue that matches my oceanic eyes. More Pacific Ocean. Atlantic's a little... Eh. Ooh. Uh, yeah, get involved. What do we have today on the program, Jackson? A little pills half and half. Yes! Yes! Yeah, a little half and half action. Obviously, deep dive requests are always welcome. We like when the audience gets involved. We like to engage with the audience during our one-hour magic. That is Balloon Party, DBA, Honesty, and Media. But I've also prepared six tasty little questions for you. I know it's, I probably am due for a break. If I if I ran an HD one program properly, mm, mm, but I don't, mm, and therefore yeah. I want a morsel 
from your half and half presented by the wonderful people at Angry Beaver. We're mentioning Piddles. Gets you $5 off a pizza right down there by Bush Stadium. Uh, so, so go ahead and give me questions. Oh, just a little morsel you want, Tim? Sure. Just a, a, oh, so you're going to reorder? You're not going to go with question one here? This is no, no, because well, I'm not going to give you a question that you could really pontificate on if we're going to be running up Pontificate has a negative connotation. Does it really? No. Pontificate is something you're doing if you're talking down to people, and I, I just never do that. Right, right, never. Um, okay. Uh, just talk about eloquently? Nice. All right. Yes. All right. Oh, so many options. Um, Delay tactic. No, but I had all these are like like big picture questions. Okay, I'll ask this one. And we talked about Dame, and we talked about Giannis. It's Here exhausting. we go. No, no, no. Dame is headed to Milwaukee to oh team up with. Oh my God, Dame. you're doing it! But I'm not. But that's you're not like what the, a live troll. You're like a like I'm doing a show with a dog avatar. You gotta let me finish, baby. I, I, I'm gonna get you home. Dame is headed to Milwaukee to team up with Giannis. What a dynamic duo it will be, and one could argue they're the best one-two punch in basketball. Who are the other best dynamic duos in the other three major American sports? Okay. You're right. I needed to listen. What a great <laughs> lesson for us all. <laughs> it was. The other dynamic duos in the three other major sports. Yeah. All right. I feel like we can go with the St. Louis Chiefs that play in Kansas City. Uh, the obvious there. Uh, God, baseball. Is it Trout Otani? But they never win. Yeah, I know. It could be like... Acuna Albies. Yeah, he's like, who do you put with Acuna, though? You know, because like, I want to go with him. Right, Ozzy Albies probably, but that's not, you know. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman? Yeah, that's like, a good one. That's a good but one. But that just shows you it doesn't have the Q rating of Mahomes no, Kelsey. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. I'm trying to, like, pair up a pitcher with somebody, but, like, all these, like, studs play for teams that are either in, like, last place or not going to make the playoffs. Hockey, I'm going to give mine for hockey. Oh, my God. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl? I got to tell you, <laughs> I was actually thinking that. That's what, yeah, that's the first thing. Did you like text Jamie Rivers before the show? No, no. I was also thinking uh, Nathan McKinnon and who's the other guy? There we go. The, that's more the brand. Cole Komet or whatever his name is. The Bears tight end. It's something like that. It's like uh, Kale. His name's Kale or something. No, no, you were right the first time when you listed Chicago Bears tight end Cole Kmet. Yeah, well, I got Nathan McKinnon right. Who's that? I can't remember the guy. McCarr. Okay, yeah, Kale, Kale McCarr. Right. All right. I mean, you can't claim a win when you listed the Bears tight end. You just can't. People knew. <laughs> what? They're not happy about that in the YouTube what? chat. What? <laughs> what did I say? You gave the Bears tight end when you were listing the Avalanche dynamic duo. Were you under an overpass when I said uh, dry sidle and Gretzky? We're now on a station where an overpass doesn't matter. Is that right? Yeah. How do you like us now? Wow. Somebody doesn't listen to 101 ESPN. That was a big reveal right there. I don't drive That's under... Jamie Rivers music! I don't drive under overpasses. That's <laughs> well, the reason. Ladoo doesn't have any? Well, I have an overpass, like a, a scanner thing. Just gets me right over it. <laughs> You pale bitch! It's from the 314. Nice. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I get it now. I was close. Cole Komet, Kale McCarr. Cunha and Olsen's a nice play. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a nice play. Yeah, but is that the best in baseball? At the moment, it is. Yeah. I think at the moment, it is. Might I think be. Q rating wise, and when I say Q rating, most recognizable, it'll be Trout Otani. Sure. Yeah, or Judge and Stanton. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like couple of years ago when Stanton was still Stanton's a 
Yeah. Stanton in 2023, Alan Craig 2013. Uh, Think about it. Newt Bar Edmund. <sighs> you know, you got to, you know, stand when Aaron Miles comes back for five minutes <laughs> and say, look at us. You have that opinion. Yeah, it's actually Aaron Miles and, uh, and Skip. Wow. Yeah. That's Bo Hart, hard, hard worker. worker. Yeah. Uh, guys, I'm surprised uh, Piddles didn't say Petro and McDavid. Right. No. Well. Well done. Are we giving anything away? No. No. Ryder shook his head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, Olsen has 50 home runs. They might get to 100 between them. That's from the 5-4-1. That, that's probably the nice play. But again, I, th- I think this, this gentleman would agree that as far as recognizability, even in as dominant as they are, I don't know how many people... We're kind of casual observers of the game. Right, right. You know, if you said Otani Trout, that would be yeah, the more that, the recognizable. Yeah. But yes, from an on-field performance in the moment, that would be the right answer. I, I like agree. the question. I like Thank the question. You. Thank you. And, it, and, it, and what it did is it got everybody's dander up going, oh, here we go. Right. He's going to NBA us. He's going to Dame time us. Well, that's like, what percentage of the audience do you think even knows about this trade? On This se- audience. 75%. No way. You literally no have to be way. living under a rock. No way. You would have to be living under no a rock. No way. God, I wish I could prove this because I would, I would drain your bank account right now. No, I think my number, I think I'm actually being low. You are out of your mind if you think 75% of the 101 ESPN audience in St. Louis knows about the Dame time trade. It's the biggest, biggest it's, move it, I, I understand that. It's like if I go Ryder Cup tomorrow, people don't know it's the Ryder Cup. Well, for me, it's a huge deal. But well, basketball is a lot more popular than golf. I, I also understand that, but I'm trying to convey it through. I, I know saying. you love the association. Now, if you were to say sports fans around the United States... That's, then I would be up around your number. Okay. The 101 ESPN audience, I am shorting 75%. I would short 50%. Oh, no way. Yes. You're nuts. No way. You, you might not like the facts, but that doesn't mean that they aren't true. Welcome to political news coverage. If you have a Twitter account, you know what happened. It's all over the place. I mean, do you think that's a... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, a, I think 50% have a Twitter account. Yeah, but then you got to be following accounts that are tweeting out about the NBA. ESPN? I don't know. Probably people mute them when the WNBA playoffs go on. That's their loss. Shout out to the Aces. <laughs> I can't wait for the rest of these five questions with the momentum we have off of that one and the inevitable everything will tie into this trade. Every question. Orlowski, his question today, I'm sorry, I just can't get enough of him, was Cowboys lost to Cardinals a bad sign? And that is what he is <laughs> <As opposed pontificating. laughs> Was it a good sign? No, no. He is saying it was a bad sign. What an effing industry. All right, we got a break. This is Balloon Party, driven by Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Let's experience the best of both worlds. It's time again for Little Piddles Half and Half. Presented by the Angry Beaver. A couple of blocks south of Bush Stadium. Mention Piddles for $5 off any pizza. Well, breaking news. You know, Jackson, I know this may have been before your time, but on NBC, maybe once a quarter, back in the 80s and 90s, they had something called the Saturday Night Main Event. And there was a moment when Hulk Hogan and Randy Macho Man Savage, what a dynamic tag team they were, mm-hmm. broke up. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think there was an insinuation that Hulk Hogan was cucking Randy the Macho Man Savage over uh, the lovely Miss Elizabeth, mm. uh, and that broke him up. Oh, no. 
Uh, I'm sure those who are looking forward to Saturday Night Live always looked forward to when they'd flip over and, and see this. Hmm. And that was an example of two titans in the industry breaking up. Yeah. Well, here today, on September 28th, 2023, on 101 ESPN and on YouTube, on the Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, Balloon Party, Jackson, we have two titans of the industry, perhaps joining forces. Ooh. Of course, one of them is you. Yes. And the other one, Jamie Rivers. No way. My guy. Jamie Rivers texted me, McDavid and Drysaddle Hockey, and then seconds later, I didn't say it. Mike Ryder didn't have to come in and issue an apology to the audience to say it. You, Jackson Burkett, the people call you Piddles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do they call you now? Yeah, Peter Puck. That's what they should be calling me. Jamie Rivers said, wow, Piddles. Yeah, I can't It's like you're all growns up and you're all growns up and you're all growns up. Jamie Rivers is Vince Vaughn at the diner and you're John Favreau. Fine, I'll ask. Where do the high school girls hang out? I'll ask. That's exactly right. Yeah. I. You know what? I came for to play for keeps today, and I noticed that. And uh, yeah, I'll be off. And you're to, off tomorrow, off so I tomorrow. feel like today's your Friday. Yeah. You kind of know that they're thinking about moving Rockio in here. Rocky already took your spot yesterday. Yeah, that. that so you kind of want to you kind of want to show everybody. Hey, I realize, you know, I know, I know what's going on behind the scenes around this building. Yeah. So before I go on my vacation mm. to upstate Illinois, <laughs> scenic. I'm going to dunk on y'all today. That's right. Yeah, you know, uh, this is kind of a message to all my detractors that uh, you should have let the sleeping dog lie. Wow. Because he's hungry. And now you've got an alliance with Jamie Rivers. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's just one little arrow in my quiver. I got plenty. So if you want it, keep coming because I can come right on back. Did somebody tell you Connor McDavid and Drysaddle? No. No, I have a weird memory. And so... Then why do you think Petrangelo plays with those guys? Well, I was kind of, uh, people were forcing me off the scent of that one. Cause you I was say people, it's very passive aggressive because there's only one person and it was me. Well, we're in we here have with texters. Noah. We, we have, have texters. Brad Thompson's cardboard cutout, but it doesn't talk. Yeah. Good, good little, good little cardboard cutout too. It is. BT. Uh, I'm jealous of his hair, but, um, yeah, it's you. It was you. And then the texters too, but I was I almost like positive. You and you and the texters too. That's right. I wish we could title the show that, uh, but either way. I have a weird memory, and when we would do So What'd Your Grandma Think, one of them was from Leon Dreisaitl. That's correct. One of the very first ones. Yeah, and I just remember that because I had to really work to figure out how to pronounce that name. And once I did, it never left my memory, and I remember he played for the Oilers. And I know Connor McDavid plays for the Oilers. Nice. Yeah, it's a brag. Yeah, because even though I don't watch hockey, I know of like the biggest things that go on in hockey, like the big major things. So, now I feel like you're trying to bring it back to game time. <laughs> And the trade. <laughs> Sassy Piddles is the best Piddles. That's from the 314. Yeah. I have a feeling you're coming at me with that take, Piddles. That's from the Grape Ape Auto Detailing. And yeah. I, of course, am a Grape Ape Auto Detailing. That's, who, that's who's my ally, Grape Ape Auto Detailing. It's one hell of a squad you've built. Just at the last segment, this guy said Cole Komet was on the avalanche. Yeah, it's tough for me to really like high step into the end zone after that. Yeah, I was waiting. Maybe, maybe <laughs> that's what Jamie Rivers was making reference to. I mean... Kale McCarr, Cole, McC- uh, Cole Komet. Right. I, I just can't, I just mixed him up right there. Well, I'm sure a lot of hockey broadcasters do. Jamie's going to have to navigate that when the Blues play the. Uh, yeah, the and that's the thing. They get little sheets that gives all the players names. I'm out or here. Or they just know it. I'm out here free rolling. Styling. That's right.
Bingo, Tim. Uh, do we have another question in today's half and half, which is presented by the wonderful people at the Angry Beaver? Yeah, mention Piddles and get $5 off any pizza. How do you like us now? We know this offseason is extremely pivotal for the St. Louis baseball Cardinals, but how pivotal is it? from a baseball media side perspective. Rob Manfred talked with Andrew Marchand yesterday, and they talked about opportunities going forward for MLB to increase their digital footprint, maybe a little hybrid situation going on. How important is it for the MLB to get a handle on their media landscape after the less than desirable ratings to close out the regular season? If it's a scale of 1 to 10, it's a 10. And uh, that podcast, which I'm, I was looking forward to listening to, it's in I listened to uh, Marchand and Oran, uh, sports business podcast every week, and I haven't listened to it yet because I was listening to Reese Davis and Pete Thamel's college football podcast this morning driving here to Hubbard Radio in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, and then we played some of the clips from it, and it sounds like Rob Manfred is playing the role of Quinn Snyder in the early 2000s at Columbia, Missouri. He's just he's saying a bunch of stuff, but he's not answering the questions. Yeah. And you have listened to the entirety of it, and you said that that is the overall tenor. Biggest piece of news you got from it is what? Uh, yeah, I listened to most of it. I don't want to say I listened to all of it, but I listened to most of it, and the biggest piece I saw was the priority number one going forward is eliminating blackouts. Okay, that's fine, but people still need to be able to access the games. 100%. 100%. And for that to not be the case, at the moment, for anybody who wants to, uh, who pays for television, is... A monster, monster problem, and it. I, I know that they're going to do something about it, but it really was disconcerting to hear some of those sound bites. And, and honestly, I'm saving everybody time. We only have an hour anyway, <laughs> but I'm saving everybody time by not playing them because trust me, it, it, there was no, they were nothings. Yeah, for they, real. they were absolute nothings. There was nothing there. And I guess that's because most of the teams still are okay with their situation. They're right. going to go, okay, yeah, the deals may run out and Bally's or Sinclair, Diamond Sports, or whoever it is, is going to run out of money at some point. But while they're paying us, we're not going to mess with this. Why? Because the moment they stop, we know that the total revenue we're receiving right now will actually be less than what we will receive with whatever new world order we start up. Yeah. And that is why I don't think you see a change. If they thought... They could make more money with whatever new platform distribution strategy they would implement, then they would bail on this now because certainly Diamond Sports, Bally, Sinclair, whomever, uh, is giving them the out, but they're not. Why? Because they believe, I believe, they know that they're not going to make more than they're currently making with this current outdated structure. So that is a concern if you are a market like the Cardinals, which gets a great television deal. And other organizations that certainly, like the Cardinals, rely on those television deals. I'm telling you, the San Diego Padres, that's a situation. Yeah. You know, the Yankees, Red Sox, and Padres spent a combined $800 million on their payrolls this year. That's crazy. None of which will be playing postseason games, barring a, a mathematical phenomenon in San Diego, because they are technically still alive. But I think the Marlins, Diamondbacks, Cubs, Reds have to lose every single game they play, which is a lot when you consider all of the teams. Sure. And then the Padres have to win every single game they have left. Point being, they're probably done, and they're not going to be in. But the Padres, unlike the Yankees and Red Sox, don't have the market size viability that those do. San Diego is actually a smaller market than St. Louis. So uh, that is something over the next five years. Hey, man, they took their shot, but uh, it did not lead to uh, 
even a pennant. Got him to the NLCS, but Bryce Harper took him on out. All right, it is uh, 1031 in St. Louis. That time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers. You miss anything, you can podcast it via the Tobbs, Ty, Dobbs Tire and Auto Center's podcast. Text in to our show, 314-399-9646. Angry Beaver sponsors the Little Piddles Half and Half. You are welcome to partake by texting in or leaving a mic drop on the 101 ESPN app. You are listening to Balloon Party, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN and on YouTube. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Shams Charney, a shout out in the Sports Center update. Always love to give Shams a shout out. I might be Team Shams over Woj. Are you Team Shams or Team Woj? Text in 314-399-9646. See your comfort service text line. We're in the midst of the Little Piddles uh, Thursday Half and Half presented by the wonderful people at Angry Beaver. And uh, we've gotten through two questions. Well, you know where I am. Uh, you now have an alliance with Jamie Rivers after yep. the Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. Uh Stunning. I mean, God, I would have 100 to 1, I would have think, uh, given out on that. Uh, I think Jamie Rivers is stunned. And uh, now you have an alliance. I, of course, am in an alliance with the Grape Ape Auto Detailing. Yeah, I like my team better. Wow. <laughs> Says in this night, he's, I was about to read a compliment that included you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. By the way, boys, I'm not working today, and I tuned, I turned on your show all from home. That is how much I like your show. You both, even you piddles, do a great job. Thank you so much. That is really sweet. Look at that. Are you becoming a grape ape auto detailing? I'm, swe- I'm sweetening. Nice. I'm certainly not souring. I'm sweetening. You're sweetening on the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, this is in reference to my assessment. Some people really did disagree with me that 75% oh, really? of people listening to this station, your, you said 75% of the people listening to 101 ESPN know about the Dame time trade. Yeah, maybe not every player going, but Dame going to the Bucks. Right. This isn't, this isn't, that, that observation is not a commentary mm-hmm. on the knowledge of St. Louis sports fans at all. It's just, it's, it's, it's straight numbers. And of course it's arbitrary. I mean, but, uh, in, in the, in the person's, uh, Tim, people know more than you think they know about what's going on in sports here in St. Louis. I would agree with that. I would actually say St. Louis has to be one of the most knowledgeable sports markets in part because of the passion for sports. God, there's so much meat on that one. I also feel confident, very confident. And God, I wish there was a way to bet this. I know, I know. Because you would bet it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would. I mean, I'd be up against your trust fund. 
And that's something you don't want to go yeah. up against unless you're pretty confident. So, I mean, you're you're coming at it with more numbers than me. For sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely, for sure. That, uh, that again, 75% of the 101 ESPN audience is not aware of it. That's not a shot at anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, that is the number. Right. In my opinion. Right, yeah. However, yeah. No, it's, it's, I get it. It's your opinion. I 75% just, of sports fans? My God, I would say 90 plus percent of sports okay. fans if I was like, like sports fans. I yes. think, I think. 101 ESPN listeners in St. Louis? That's just, that's, I, I feel comfortable with that. Very comfortable with that. And it's not an insult. It's no, just, I, you kind of know what it is. Here's my thought. I, it's just, I, I love Missouri football. Yeah. But I also know that it just doesn't have, at the moment, the same kind of traction that my love has as far as my interest level goes. You know what I mean? Here's so, my, therefore, I tamp it down. Sure. Here's my thoughts. Had the trade happened Saturday at 1 p.m. or Sunday at 1.30 p.m., then I would agree with you, under 75%. But because it happened on a Wednesday midday where not much is going on, it became the story. And I think if you even are extremely casual with basketball or don't watch it all but follow ESPN or watch ESPN to a slight extent, you found out about it and we're like, okay. Yeah, I, I, and I, this is interesting because I kind of feel like that's more of what a Fort now 47-year-old would say. I just don't think ESPN is as powerful as it was, say, 20 years ago. Yeah. Now, for you, it is because you are a big sports fan and you love the association, and they right. certainly have a lot of associate. I mean, I never. I'm looking over your head while Molly Quarum and Stephen A. Smith, and I guess he's arguing with Mike Mark Cuban right now. Is Mark, anyone bleeding today? Mark, yeah, there was some blood on somebody the other day. Uh, Molly Quarum always has the the puzzled look on her face. Uh, but uh, they, of course, don't. They're never talking about baseball. Never talking about hockey. So they play what has the most national appeal. The most national appeal is NFL and NBA. Yeah, second would be the NBA. Yeah, I don't even know what third is. I feel like I'll see I'll see football, but that's only when they like have Feinbaum on. Yeah, I, or something you're, you're like football isn't like college football. Mel, Mel Tucker's you know pleasuring himself on a phone call. But other than that, you don't really have a whole lot of uh, college football unless Feinbaum. I would say that's third, just I, because I, they have I, so I, many I, contracts. That's where I am. Yeah, they have so many contracts. But who's the team? What's the league they have the least contracts with? Major League Baseball. Yeah. So how about this? Oh, I guess I, I got a few more. I'm just used to going. I got a break. So when I catch myself, oh, going, I got a break. I got time. Yeah. Dig in. Well, go. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it now. You know what I'm gonna do? Well, I'm settling in. Yeah, settle in. So, Randy Carricker, from my standpoint, yeah. is the sports encyclopedia. Yeah, for real. And so he was talking about the hell they were catching. He and Rocky were talking about the hell they were catching on opening drive today from the audience. Uh, they played Brad Thompson's observations on Wilson Contreras on the opening drive. We talked about it yesterday, and so it led to a big conversation. And so I asked Randy, in his opinion, the three worst Cardinal contracts, and we're going to go back to 1995. Usually I go to 2000 because I like to try to keep the youngs in it. And on this one, i got to go back to 1995 cool. because that's where Randy went. So that's kind of a hint yeah. where he is on his three worst so, what I'm going to do, I'll let them, I'll let them matriculate. Perfect. God, you're having a big show. Yeah, came to play. You did. Rockio's. I wonder if Rockio even shows tomorrow. He was nipping at my heels, and I said, "Oh, here's third gear for you, Rock." And there's more where that came from. <laughs> God, you're ready for Upstate Illinois. <laughs> they better be ready. That's yeah. the thing. The three 
worst cardinal signings since 1995. Send yours in, 314-399-9646. Randy and I are actually in agreement. Ooh, lockstep. We are. However, I am open to maybe somebody sends one in and I go, oh, and then maybe I'll text Randy and say, hey, what about this one? What about this one? So let's see what the people say. And um, then I'll tell you what me and Randy are saying. Sweet. That's yeah. a tease. Now you've been teased. It's all about TSL here on Balloon Party. <laughs> Time spent listening. As a guy who's done nothing but AM radio and podcasts his entire career. I didn't even know what it meant until last year. Uh, Jackson, do you have question three? Why don't we do that? And then, sure. we'll, uh, then we'll come back. We'll let sure. those uh, texts come in and see what the people are on. Yeah, this one's kind of fun. You, you like a little pills either or? Has it I been do. too long? No worries, I gotcha. Are you reading that? That sounds like you're reading that. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you couldn't ad-lib that? Failing to prepare is preparing to fail, Tim. Wow. Well, then TMA's been failing for 20 years. Failing upwards, though. Yep. True. Closet. Has it been... Oh, son of a gun. All right. Would you rather... And in van. One, two, two, one. Would you rather had the Cardinals traded for Sean Murphy instead of paying Wilson Contreras, but the yes. rest of the offseason remain the same? Okay. Or would you rather have everything up to the point be the same, but they acquire Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery in the offseason? What situation would put the Redbirds in a better position moving forward? <sighs> the first question, I understand it and I respect it, and you know where I am when people insert an opinion. You're not inserting opinion. You're inserting a hypothetical and then build a premise off it. The tough thing on answering that question is had the Cardinals traded for Sean Murphy, they couldn't have done nothing double negative. They couldn't have remained inactive because they would have then had pieces to fill from trading. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like then there would have been needs to do right. more. There's, there's holes in this. Also, had the Cardinals traded for Sean Murphy while they most likely would have done what the Braves did, which yeah. is extend him, yep. um, they would have still had, a, I say, a bunch of money, because obviously Contreras got a bunch of money. Now, a good number of that could have gone to Sean Murphy yeah. to then go out and acquire pitching. But for the purpose of your question, to entertain your question while Dan Orlowski is doing the Pee Wee Herman above your head right now, I mean, what is going on in the program? Uh and I'm not talking about in a theater, I'm talking about the dance, that I would say the Cardinals would be better suited to win a championship with what they have now in 2024 with Snell and Montgomery than if it was just Sean Murphy and no one else. Yeah. But the way you phrase the question is not realistic. So it's like... Yeah, you're answering on a... On, on a, something that's not necessarily... Right. Realistic. But, so like I, if I had a full head of hair and we're 6'4", an asymmetrical skull and a, and a non-abrasive personality, would I be in the United States Senate right now? Well, obviously, yes. Yeah, well, no one can have it all, Tim. But, but because I don't have any of those, I'm doing a one-hour midday show now and I'm in a closet on HD2 from 7 to 10. And that just shows the importance of the asymmetry, the height, the hairline, and the lack of an abrasive personality. Because there are plenty of people right now in D.C. who would be in a closet on HD2 if they didn't have those things. You see what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Sliding doors are going Amen. left and right. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. So I tried, because I, when I made the question, I thought, well, Tim's going to say if they 
got oh, Sean Murphy. Oh, you knew where I was going. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I said if they traded for Sean Murphy, there's no way they would have done nothing because they would have had that money they paid for Contreras without having to pay Murphy off right at the rip. You know, so they would have had money. So they would have done some. So I tried to like think of who they would have gotten, and ultimately it started to get away from me. I looked at the question. I said it's going to get away from me, so I'm just going to take that part out of it and I'll ask it bare bones, knowing that going into it, I'm 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 truly curious who it would have been. My guess is. Carlos Rodon. That's, that's who I think. That's who I first that's put that's, in I feel the like half It's been half. like the guessing game all year of who they like. Yeah. Was like I'll say, well, the people who were interested got hurt anyway. So was it Quintana? Was it Rodon? I don't know. But uh, yeah, so you acknowledge kind of the flaw in the question. But I enjoyed the question. Hey, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, hypotheticals okay. are always fun. Hypotheticals are fun. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's see what we got. Three worst Cardinal signings since 1995. Where are the people? Will anybody even give the same three that Randy Carrick and I are in lockstep on? We're going to find out. I'm going to go into the Air Comfort Service text line. We'll have those on the other side of the break. You're listening to Balloon Party, driven by Mugganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Jackson, we need more time. Because you know what? While I think most people view me as speaking infallibly. I would agree. Thank you. Yeah. Today is a day where I believe for this one day, this one moment, this one question, the audience might know more than me. No. No. I won't. I won't believe it. I don't want to live in a world where that's the case. Here was the question. The question was as follows. What are the three worst Cardinal signings since 1995? Usually we use 2000 as our, because then we don't mm-hmm. want to keep people such as yourself, the 25-year-olds out. Yeah. You know what you are? You are the future. Thank you. No problem. I believe the children are our future. Teach them young and let them lead the way. Oh, Mr. Randy Watson. Oh. And then it was covered by Whitney Houston. I like Whitney Houston. Rest in peace. Randy Watson is still with us. Oh, nice. Sexual chocolate. Coming to America, 1988, good? Oh, I love Coming to America. Oh, I just wanted to make sure. The St. John scene, especially. Yeah, very nice. I agree with you. Digressing. We used 1995. And why did we use 1995? Because Randy Carricker and I discussed this as I came in, he was heading out, and I said, three worst signings the Cardinals have made. And he goes, oh, that's easy. He said Danny Jackson, mm. which was 1995. Mm-hmm. Uh... Tino Martinez and Wilson Contreras. Wow. I got him on Tino Martinez. He go, and I, once I said that, he was, and then he said, oh, and this one. He goes, how can it not be a failure if you go out and you sign it? I'm, I'm busting into a character impression <laughs> unintentionally, too. Uh, I'll try to just, how can you go out and say you're signing a catcher and then he becomes an outfielder in the second month and then you put him back? And, and I go, oh, that's, kind of, that's kind of my point, but I understand that, like, in the, in the short term, people go, well, look how well he hit. And I go, that's, I agree. Nobody's disputing that. But hey, friends, you still have him for four more years as a DH or corner outfielder now. An occasional catcher, which wasn't the goal. Corner outfielder. That's going to be. Oh, my God, dude. I'm going to cry. Wow. I've never heard you react to anything like that. We signed Wilson Contreras to play catcher, and then next year he's going to be the corner outfielder. And then Randy and Rocky were telling me on the on because I get texts during the show, and I said this to Randy. I go, 
well, I, I get a bunch of texts saying you guys are homers. Hell, I don't know. I'm in a closet next to a toilet right. for the time you're on the show, so I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. Uh, and I you know, but they were saying the, the fans were mad that you were talking about the Brad Thompson thing. I'm like, well, Brad Thompson, Brad Thompson isn't like a, a guy with two followers on Twitter. I mean, no, he's, he's the not. voice of the Cardinals television broadcast along with Chip Carey. I mean. And he's saying this. Right. He's not coming off half cock. That's the thing I said about it yesterday when we played it. Point being, it's got some credibility. So they were mad that people were talking. I guess it's kind of like the Arnado thing earlier this year that, that, that he would okay a trade to the Dodgers, and people were mad that it was being reported. I'm like, you can't pick and choose what's true just because you don't like it. Right. Now, I realize that is the way that things are currently operating in media, and then consumers of media, well, I don't like it, so now I'm going to attack the reporter or the host because I don't like it, and then I'm going to damage their credibility. Mizzou fans with Brett McMurphy last mm-hmm. year when he reported Missouri was Ducking. ducking KU in the Liberty Bowl. Yeah. And then Kansas's coach a couple weeks ago brought it up again. Yeah, Lance Leopold got <laughs> I mean, us. I'm a Missouri fan, but if you ask me to bet $1,000 whether or not they duck them my thousands all day they ducked them but you know what i understand why they ducked them i digress i, I have digress. a true son clause in my contract so i can't comment, can't comment on no. it the listeners are correct now it's just a matter of who we put in there because the listeners brought brett cecil and mike leak to the table now a lot of you but matt carpenter extension i agree but matt carpenter for my money wasn't a free agent so i can't count that because that was that was bizarre world when that happened when i got the release that that was happening i go what are they doing so it was not results oriented a lot of people said dexter fowler i think if you're going to look at deals that actually were damaging to the franchise and and or will continue to be damaging to the franchise I think Leak and Cecil have to be in there. I mean, Mike Leak pitched one year here, and then the Cardinals paid him $6 million to pitch for the Mariners in in what? 18, 19, and 20. I mean, what in God's name? They paid $15 million for him to pitch for the Mariners, and he pitched here for one year. The Brett Cecil thing, there are some guys, I think, I don't know this, who once they get the big hit, the contract, that is. They just go, that'll wrap her on up. And you were observing the pictures of Brett Leak when he was at Toronto and when Brett Leak got to St. Louis. Brett Cecil, yeah, yeah. Brett Leak, Cecil, perfect. <laughs> Brett Cecil. <laughs> I got a little confused there. <laughs> and you say he looked like he might have bulked up. Well, you know. Like he got some treats. He might have enjoyed some of St. Louis's finest culinary dishes. He's a guy who just strikes me as he just, once he got the money, he's like, I'm good. And then I got to put Contreras in there. And I have always been a Tino Martinez. And it's it's not anti-Contreras. My Contreras thing, it's, it's the Contreras thing is a very interesting polarizing thing. It is. It's kind of like the Sam Bradford thing, which I lived through. Drink. Drink, yes. It's like it can't be. It can't be. So we won't let it be. And then it's five years from now, it'll be like everybody was saying, yeah, the Contreras thing. Holy crap. Like, if you can't see this as being a problem, we, we're just not on the same page on how you view problems. Right. You cannot say our only top priority this offseason is to get a catcher, and then two months into the season, the man is pulled from the position, and you allocated 80-plus million dollars to him. That, the, the number, the amount of money is what is the— Because it will have an impact for years to come, which is why I chose Cecil and Leak over Danny Jackson, who was only a three-year deal, and Tino Martinez. And the team did—you uh, know, he did play— you know, then they eventually shipped him off and paid some of his salary to the Rays, but it was a short-term deal. The Contreras... Listen, here's what I'm telling you. This is what I want to tell you. Yeah. And then I got to go. Yeah. 
And you're going to stick around with BK and Ferrario and update them on the Dame time? No. No, apparently I'm not welcome. Wow. This is this is like, let's start talking about winter in November. It's just starting. Okay? <laughs> yeah. If you enjoyed it this year, that's fine. Let's have a con- Let's make sure we, we, we come back together in a couple of years and say, hey, you still enjoying the Contreras contract? Okay. Yeah, I'm in. You're in. Yeah, okay. I'll be there. Because uh, I mean, this is this is much of a lock, and he's still going to hit. I got no, I got no yeah. problem with that. That's not what they signed him for, though. Right. They That's what we got. We got to have the whole conversation. God, I'm getting upset about sports. I love it. Thank you. It's eleven o'clock. I got to go. Uh, that's Action Jackson. I'm Tim McCurney. This has been Balloon Party. Jeremy Mike Mung and S. St. Louis Acura. Nolton Toyota 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.